Välkomna till podcasten Stadens andra vykort från vår resa över den nordamerikanska kontinentens städer. En sida av den här resan genom de här städerna är de historier som finns under ytan som man inte riktigt pratar om. Vi kom till Savannah i Georgia i södra USA och där är en av de där historierna den om slavhandeln och slavekonomin som en gång gjorde den här staden till en rik och välmående stad. Historien om de afroamerikaner som kunde arbeta både i staden som urbana slavar men också om de som man handlade med i hamnen, i magasinen. Vi kommer att träffa Ellen Harris som är Director of Urban Planning and Historic Preservation i Savannah. Hon kommer ta oss till tre platser i Savannah för att berätta om de här dolda historierna. Det första är vid ett av Savannas torg eller bakom ett av husen som vetter mot ett av de här vackra träd, dunkla, högtidliga torgen där det vagnshus eller carriage house som hon säger ligger. Sen kommer vi hamna i turistkvarteren och prata om de dolda historierna utifrån en slavmarknadshus som saknar en skylt och slutligen kommer vi hamna vid de kullerstensgator som ligger nere vid hamnen där de varor som skeppen kom med hamnade där förmännen kunde gå på broar och titta ner på varorna som just hade kommit in för att kontrollera att allting stämde. Där nere finns en urban legend som man har försökt ta reda på om den är sann. Podcasten Staden är ett samarbete mellan Sveriges arkitekter och tidskriften Arkitektur. Följ oss gärna under den här resan på Instagram under Staden Podcast. Vi har också stöd och är väldigt glada för det från Akademikernas A-kassa under den här resan. Gå in på Akademikernas A-kassa och om du är akademiker, skaffa en arbetslöshetsförsäkring nu. Men nu, Ellen Harris i Savannah den 7 juni. 2015. One really fascinating aspect of Savannah architecture is actually the lane structures. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So with the, with the tithing lots, this is typical where you have your your, your main property and then you have a um, a carriage house at the lane with um, open space in between. That's the typical configuration. And uh, with carriage houses, you could either um, well now they're used mostly for automobile parking um, and various uses above. But historically, if you if you had a Um, if you had a carriage, if you had a horse, you, know, you could keep them there. Um, many times in the upper stories, uh, the um, domestic help, often we had a history of urban slavery here as well. They would often um, be, be situated in the, in the carriage houses above. Um, and I, I just, we, in the past, so much attention has been paid to the main structure. We actually have lost a lot of our carriage houses. Originally, they weren't protected. The carriage houses weren't valued until much more recently so they there that is also an old residential structure mm-hmm. yeah that, 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 that is interesting if you could sort of in uh, metaphorically see the facade the idea of the facade forgetting 
the back street. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, Savannah might be <laughs> be a history of, of forgetting. I mean, the backbone or the back streets mm -hmm. or, the, or the the little people, so to say. Careful. Oh, this they, they drive quite fast on this. Yeah, they do. This is Whitaker, right? Yes. Yeah. This is the. They're called alleys, right? So, so they're called lanes in Savannah. Lanes in Savannah. We, we don't call them alleys. Why, um, why is that? Is that like alleys a is, has a, a negative implication, I think. Lane so, um, sounds more eloquent. Oh. Um, is that a historical? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. yep. oh, this is a very. But this is a kind of a well preserved. Yeah, alley. Th this is actually a pretty lane. pretty good one. Lane. They don't say alleys. <laughs> um, that's okay. <laughs> Just I just learned it twenty seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is this is a, a reasonably you know well preserved one. You can see most of them's been converted into automobile um, usage. But the nice thing about having lanes is that we always have a place to put electrical meters, trash cans, you know, all the unsightly stuff that often ends up on the sidewalk in other cities. You yeah. always have a back street yeah. uh, to to stow that away on. Um, It's the same in cities where you have a house culture as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like there are all the ugly, necessary stuff inside. So, uh, um, traditionally, this you know you would have seen more um, African Americans um, living, you know, in the upper units as domestic help for the main house. Um, they would have also been restricted to walking in the lanes. You wouldn't, they wouldn't have been allowed as much to walk on the regular streets. Then would they would walk only here. What, what, what time? In what time are you oh, talking? I mean, about? I'm talking 1850. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but still while there was slavery. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've, we've lost a lot, a lot of these, although this, this block is pretty good. Okay. We've been talking about the things that are just below the surface, mm. the things you don't talk about. Mm -hmm. And, uh, in Baltimore, the I mean, the connection to, to race and, 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 and the development of the city to sort of a two parallel cities. Mm -hmm. uh, it was everything about like that was was just below the surface. You you didn't like talk about talk about it mm -hmm. uh, in many ways. But how, how is it with like the slave economy history in, 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 in Savannah is it like is it you said it wasn't signed on that building is it sort of something that you don't really uh, I think we're having more conversations about it but yeah I think it makes a lot of people uncomfortable and they don't want to talk about it um, I think that's we're getting better but um, you know at least for the white people it, it's a you know reminder of a something that they don't want to remember so they don't want to talk about it um, And also when so much wealth of the city mm -hmm. is sort of based on that from the first, from the beginning, or not from the beginning, but from the early, mm -hmm. early days. Mm -hmm. It's it's hard for a nice outsider to 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 see look, see into that because it's it's so long ago. So you think it should have gone away, right? But obviously it hasn't. It hasn't, and and I think a lot of it, it it's it's still kept very close to us because while you know civil war ended 1860 or whatever it's really only 150 years ago it's not that long ago that's right 
and and then we had the segregation issues right i mean up until you know just a few years ago so and that is very much on people's living memories as a reminder of of what had happened and i you know i have stories um in my family like um there uh, supposedly there's a photograph i haven't seen it but i've been told about it in my family where i believe it's my great grandmother uh, when she was a child she had a larger family multiple siblings and they were going to do a family portrait and so um the mother was holding one of the toddlers but there was another baby that needed to be held for the portrait so they asked the housekeeper to come out for, for the portrait and hold the other child and they put a paper bag over her head when they took the picture so you know that's people still know that <laughs> it's not so when you think oh it's so long ago it's like those kinds of things are still in people's memories um this is really really terrible but then again this is something that you you know when you talk about it i suppose that's one step forward in a way you know that naming them and telling Na- the right, stories. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. It is important to name that. Um, and I wonder if that photograph hasn't been destroyed just because it, people were uncomfortable with it, but it was, should we destroy it or should we show it and talk about it? So the goods were unloaded into these buildings. Most of these buildings were, you know, storage houses and that kind of thing. And then um, this, in this area... So goods could be stored in some of the, and we might want to oh. um, stored in, in these places. Or they could be stored in the building, or they were just store, you know, stored on the ground. So cotton, rice, whatever. Comes in. You can store it. Store it in here. It's actually. Well, this is like like warehouses. This like, very like old warehouses. warehouses. And the factors, which were the purchasers of those goods, they could walk up and down these bridges and inspect the, their wares, if it were in here or if it were up here. So that's why it's called Factors Walk, because of all this unique bridges. Yeah, because there's a bridge going from, from like the offices of the, of, the, of the shipping companies over this, little, over this uh, street here, right. where, where the, all the loading took place. Right. So th- this is when, I, you know, I love the squares and everything, but I think this is actually, in a way... You know, kind of, uh, more has a more interesting story behind it, um, and still it still exists. Um, so there had always you had earlier asked about sort of race relations in that conversation. There had always been the rumor, urban legend, that slaves were kept in here. Um, and that they would be unloaded off the boats and they would be kept in here with a barrier to be waited to take into the market. But it was always just an urban legend. No one really knew if it were true or not. Um, and two years ago, a, a group of, um, of students um, taking part in a, like a summer camp called Shinhoster um, Summer Camp, I believe it's called, decided that they're supposed to work on a project every year. They, they get to choose their own project. And they wanted to research whether or not they could find out, was it true, that slaves were held in here. So they did research, and these are, you know, kids under the age of 18, did a bunch of research, and then they asked if they could present it to city council. So they presented it at a workshop to city council, the findings, it it was inconclusive, they weren't able to say yes or no. But it got some members of city council interested in it, and said, well, how would we find out? How could we, is there a way, will we ever know? And um, it was recommended that they do archaeology on it to see if they could find, you know, a toilet or a latrine or something, you know, that would indicate 
humans, you know, being kept in here for a longer period of time. So the city did do an archaeology project um, in these. You can see the they, they did selective um, areas that yeah, they excavated. Dark things there, like a hole there. And they found lots of interesting artifacts, but nothing conclusive. So we still don't actually know. Okay, <laughs> still don't know. Still don't know. But I mean, perhaps I'm being naive here, but if you were uh, doing business with slaves, and this was where you kept all your goods, other goods, other goods, why shouldn't you keep the slaves here? Yeah. Why should, well, then you had kept them somewhere else. Right. Well. Right. So it could have been in these buildings. Yeah. It could have been somewhere. They could it's have just, gone directly to the market. You know. It's just the notion that you keep, you know, like the the artifact goods in the same place as humans that makes it harder sort of grasp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also the, 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 the this very metaphorical sort of bridge here with 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 the with the office and then the owners of the companies looking down on this. Mm-hmm. So you got this very how far how far up is it? Like uh, six stories, so yeah. you know, seventy five feet or so. Yeah. Thank you.